Today on The Good Word, we're talking about blessings in the past, present, and future. The concept of a fourth dimension in physics explains how we move forward through time while occupying a universe made of three-dimensional space. If we accept the idea that time exists in the same way that our perception of 3D objects do, then we can understand that one moment lasts longer than the instant we experience it. Essentially, no moment is ever wholly new or completely lost. They've always existed. We can't fully experience or even understand this with our limited perception, but I think we can learn something about the nature of God's interaction with His children through our limited knowledge of the fourth dimension of time. Prophets of the Lord have made a great number of predictions and promises throughout time, some on a longer time scale than others. Sometimes people become upset or disillusioned when they discover a promise hasn't been fulfilled in their lifetime, leading them to believe that it must be false. But maybe to the Lord and to His servants who've seen a glimpse of what He sees, the question of timing is less urgent. The promise really has already been fulfilled. One example of a great promise in a far-off day is found in Jeremiah 30. Though to our reckoning of time, the second coming of the Lord won't come for literal millennia after this, God still found it important to tell the children of Israel in the Old Testament. The Lord wasn't informing them to disappoint them, but to show them the bigger picture of what they were part of. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck, and will burst thy bonds, and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him. But they shall serve the Lord their God, and David their king, whom I will raise up unto them. Therefore fear not, O my servant Jacob, saith the Lord, neither be dismayed, O Israel, for lo, I will save thee from afar, and thy seed from the land of their captivity, and Jacob shall return, and shall be in rest, and be quiet, and none shall make him afraid. To the children of Israel, the immediate problem of being constantly in danger from their neighbors was more concerning than all the other details of the second coming of the Messiah. The promise of their freedom was what they and the prophets that were contemporary to them focused on as they looked forward to the future. God, though, has a wider scope of what he thinks is important for us to know. Jesus Christ gave an even more explicitly time-defying prophecy in 3 Nephi chapter 25 of the Book of Mormon. The promise to connect ancestors to descendants and vice versa would occur regardless of the time barrier separating them. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. God's concept of time is much different than our mortal perception, but that doesn't mean that the blessings and promises we receive aren't relevant to the present. God is able to bless His children regardless of time constraints. This also means that any promise we receive doesn't have an expiration date. Our appreciation of what Jesus has done for us will only increase as we learn more about the past and look forward to a future with Him. And that's the good word. 